what is that? What, what did when you say? When I say Yang Danielson, do you know what that reference is? You don't. That's Karate Kid. Oh, I've seen. He calls Karate him Kid. Danielson. I've seen it. Okay. I just don't remember. I'm not good with movies. Like in general, not yeah, great. But, but that's like an iconic movie. I know. I've seen it. Okay. But I just don't yeah, remember. But and you, yeah, okay. It's also so hot what in you're here. saying is super hot in here. You don't get. I forgot to tell Brenda to turn the air on. You don't get any. Um, so you don't get movie references. Neither do I. I mean, like sometimes, but like okay, so I'm bad because like I'll go see a movie and then someone's like, "Do you remember when they said this?" And I'm like, no. "No, did that? Were we in the same movie?" No, no, no. I'm just generally like that was a really great movie. Yeah. Or that was not such a great movie. People are always appalled because I'm terrible with actors' names. Like, there are some people in the world who you could be like, oh, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. I can't even My think My friend of Jerry. Yes. Right. And they can conjure up that person in their brain. Like, I can do that with, like, Tom Cruise and George right. Clooney and, like, people like that. But, like... Obscure. Yeah. No. No. I mean... So, you know, not good with the main characters and all that stuff. Anyway, that was a really wise comment that you made. Young, young Tom. Well, thanks. That was really good. Is, shouldn't it be Thompson? Thompson. Thompson. That's so weird. It sounds like Thompson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Yeah, so I think, yeah, okay. Let's do it. It's, yeah, okay. Cool. So it's hard. So what you're saying is that. Well, hold on. If it, okay. Welcome to the Being Church Podcast, everyone. Hi, I'm Elisa. I'm Tom. Uh, How you guys doing? We Are you doing great? Yeah, we hope you're good. We missed you. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a week. <laughs> hopefully. Hopefully you listen every week to every yeah, episode exactly. ever. Hopefully you've pressed the little purple button on your iPhone. Very good. And then you search for being a church and then you click subscribe. Now, this is the question I've asked everybody and nobody's asked, answered me. Okay. How do you subscribe on Android? I don't, I don't know. So I, if you don't have an iPhone, you should use uh, a different sort of... Uh, podcast app. Oh, like so it doesn't Stitcher just already have or, one. I think we're on Spotify too, and Google Music. We're on Google Music too. Oh, wow. So wow. yeah, dude, we're everywhere. Fancy. We are so everywhere. Or you just go to Fireside.fm/slash Being Church. I think, and we're there too. But I'm just saying, like on your iPhone, it's already like there's yeah, a little purple. Easy. Yeah, you know, purple. I used to be an Android person, hated Apple products, hated the iPhone. One of my friends says switched. Like, love it. Communism. What Apple? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of ridiculous. It's fine. Whatever. All I'm saying is that it, it's super easy to find if you have an iPhone. It's true. And it's true. You have to do a few more. Even steps Father James that, could do it. Didn't yeah. you show him how to do it? I'm sure he. Yes. Sorry, he listens sure, too. Sorry, I'm Father. Sure, I'm sure he figured it out. Just some light teasing. Yes. Um. So yeah, welcome guys. Um. We are. Um. Tom and I have kind of been talking about the scripture verse um, this past Sunday. It was a couple uh, Sundays ago. Was it? Right. Oh, it'll be July, a couple Sundays. July 8th. Right, right, right. And it, uh, it is the one where uh, St. Paul is talking to the Corinthians about um, about suffering. And I just, I, I was actually randomly the lector for the second reading. And uh, after I read it, I uh, emailed Tom and I was like, I want to talk about this reading and what it is to be... Uh, what it is for God's power to be made perfect in our weakness and what weakness looks like. And if that's, uh, you know, I was telling you, Tom, right now, mm-hmm. that like a lot of, uh, so, so, some of, some people are like, well, those people of faith, the reason why they're faithful is because they're 
they're weak. They're mentally weak. They're emotionally weak. Yeah, and we they need, need like a crutch to yeah to stand up on. Right. Just faith or God. Right. And yeah. so it's it's kind of a just like a figment. Like if you were just stronger somehow, then you wouldn't need this like hocus pocus Jesus stuff. Sure. And so um, I wanted to talk about weakness. Sure. Should I read the reading? Yeah, just so it's we're all... really beautiful. Yeah. Pretend like we're in church. Be in church, people. Yes. Uh, brothers and sisters, that I, Paul, might not become too elated because of the abundance of the revelations. A thorn in the flesh was given to me, an angel of Satan, to beat me, to keep me from being too elated. Three times I begged the Lord about this, that it might leave me, but he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for power is made perfect in weakness. I will rather boast most gladly of my weaknesses, in order that the power of Christ may dwell with me. Therefore, I am content with weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, and constraints for the sake of Christ. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Oh, that last. So. Uh, beautiful. <laughs> I was. So here. So when I lecter, um, I've been coming to the 1130 mass for ages and ages. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so when I lecter, I always pray that, um, that my family because the 1130, well, St. Louis is my family, but most specifically the 1130 people you see all the time. And so I just, that my family uh, hears, really hears God speaking to them through the way I proclaim his word. And, but that last, that last line, when I am weak, then I am strong. It really kind of just hit me um, when I read it. And I, in my own life, it's been so, it's been so true. And so, um, you know, I don't think it's this thing where, where I'm using this as a crutch. Right. Yeah, exactly. I think, I mean, it takes so much to believe in something. I mean, yeah, it sounds, it does sound foolish when you say it, say it like this. It takes so much strength and courage to believe in something when there's so much mystery surrounding it. Right. You know, I mean, even Paul says like, I asked God about this and he didn't come through. Like, I still have to stay true to him. I still have to believe. And yeah, this, this reading always kind of confuses me. It always gives me pause and makes me think because it's like, what does it mean? Like my, my wounds are like the source of my glory. Like, right. What does that mean? That so so like the church always works in what's called a paradox, right? Right. Things are true at the same time. Right. And they're always fun to think about. Well, and I've always seen it as, uh, my weakness. So the way the way that I see how powerful he is and how invested and involved he is yeah. is when I'm weak. So like his power and his love of me and his fidelity, that word has become one of my favorite. Fidelity. Fidelity and just faithfulness. Those things that to think of the God of the universe as being uh, faithful to me, to, for, you know, that I can count on him. I think that the places in my life where I've been weakest have been the places where I've marveled. Yeah. Can you talk about those? Uh, yeah. Well, there's, there's been a couple, um, there's been a couple. We don't have to talk about the ones. No, that no, aren't. no, no. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not some of them, but I do actually. So I was telling you beforehand that, um, I had a stroke when I was 37, mm-hmm. um, and nobody could figure out why I didn't have any of the symptoms or the history so they still to this day don't really know why I had a stroke at that young age but um uh they were able to they were able to get me to the hospital really quick when they figured out what it was that I was having a stroke and they were able to kind of save me from 
uh, permanent damage. Um, but I remember clearly sitting in the hospital room uh, about to be discharged. I, it, I was by myself. My family had come up and gotten my stuff and they were about to take me downstairs and I was mm-hmm. by myself. And that verse, my power uh, is made perfect in your weakness. It came to my heart and this was way before, well, I mean, I was faithful and stuff like that, but that was not a verse that I had studied or pondered or really even thought about. And so, um, Jesus really had to, I was not going to be at 100% capacity. Um, I was, and I'm used to my value coming from my capabilities. Oh, I see. Yeah. Right. I I wouldn't even have guessed that. (laughs) So if I, I was, I was needing to, uh, in all humility, understand that I was going to not be mm-hmm. capable or able. Yeah. And and that his power was going to have to, I was going to have to give it over, yeah. whether I liked it or not. Yeah, it's, you, had to, you had to trust in the unknown, right? Like, mm-hmm. Scripture is full of these stories of people who go into the unknown under the power of God. And, like, yeah, relying on God is not weakness. It's actually, like, one of the toughest things we can do. Right. One of the toughest, especially when it comes to our weaknesses, especially when it comes to him, like filling those literal, literal holes, like Christ's wounds, holes in our hearts and our hands. Like when he fills those, like we become something that we never thought we could. Uh, Yeah. No, no. So I love that. I'm getting into my next thought. No, no, no. But I love that. So I love that you said that. Like for anybody who thinks that faith is weak, it's actually really hard. It's really hard hard. to be (laughs) demanded to to go to be like he said, like these Satan, like mm-hmm. this thorn in my side. That well, and especially when the thorns in our side are things that prevent us from being quote unquote good Catholics, right? right. Like these things that we struggle with, sins that we struggle with, um, because then doubt enters, and it's like, well, am I really as good as they say I am? Like, is this really what I should be doing? Should I be believing in God? Is this faith thing even for me? Right. Right. Or all is this it worth, doubt starts. Right. Entering. Is it worth all this work? Is it worth all this, this, this energy? Yeah. And we almost, we almost, and you know, I think, I mean, I've asked God to take those doubts away. Lord, like just prove yourself to me, make yourself known. And I mean, like Paul, you know, nothing magic happens. No. Nope. Right. Like the tough stuff is still there. Those questions are still there, but that makes, that makes faith, faith. Right. Right. Like without those questions, without those doubts, it would be too easy <laughs> in a I, sense, in a sense. Yeah. And I think of what I'm understanding is that it's lifelong. You don't arrive. No. And, um, I was talking to Elizabeth about this, yeah. right? I was telling her that we're about to, I'm about to host a, a young, uh, teen girls retreat next weekend. And I used to think that this, the weekend that we put on has to be like the end all be all, Yeah, you know, you have to learn your worth and you yeah. have to learn that Jesus loves you and it changes your whole life. And what I'm realizing is no, like this is a step. This is a, a piece of a constant recommitment mm-hmm. and reconversion. And I'm just as a 40 year old woman who's been Catholic her whole life. I'm just now realizing like, girl, you're in this for the longest yeah. haul. Absolutely. I, I think that, um, in my life, I've sensed the kind of, uh, for lack of a better term, BS that comes along with those like, this is going to change your life moments. Like, of course, Jesus changes our life. Right. Of course he does. But it's not just going to happen one time. Right. In one day. You know, like it, it happens over and over again. Like, and it, and it happens every time we come into contact with our weaknesses. Um, so I was saying earlier that this scripture always kind of confuses me and makes me think. And it's like, 
even now I'm like, how is this true? How is this true? Um, and so back in high school, I had a priest for spiritual direction and I might've said this on here before. Wait, what is that? You had a spiritual director in high school? Yeah, dude. I thought I was going to be a priest. So wait, what? Yeah. I was like a freshman in high school. I was like, I was talking to my parish priest and he's like, well, you should get a spiritual director. And so I was like, oh, a okay. freshman in yeah, high Yeah, but I didn't like do it until I was a junior. It was like a recommendation. Okay. Like, I'm just, my mind is blown. We, okay. It's not that great. Listen, note to everybody out that we will revisit that. That is <laughs> incredibly interesting to me. It's not that impressive. Uh, okay. I'm not saying it's impressive. I'm saying it's really oh. interesting. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Wait, what's interesting about it? That you had a, well, that you were discerning. I had no idea. Oh, yeah. And that, um, and that you're a spiritual director. I mean, like when I was a junior, let's not talk about when I was a junior. <laughs> that's like not even going to ever make yeah. it to the to this podcast. Okay, uh, no, that'll be for special don- donations. Yes, exactly. Special episode. <laughs> okay, so anyway, so I was. I think I was a junior in high school. I could be totally lying now that you've made a big deal about it. I okay. don't, no, I was a junior in high school, okay. and um, so I went to this priest, good priest friend, uh, because it was like the summer before junior year where I was serious. I had like. Because I'd been going to mass every day and because I'd actually started praying every day. And it was like I could feel God was calling me to do something. It was kind of scary. And so I'm, I only met with him a few times. But one of the times our conversation centered around like uh, whatever, my my struggles, my sins, you know, repeated things and just like person at my personality and whatever. Because I'm such a terrible person. And so I was just kind of being down on myself because I'm hard on myself, right? And Father Dennis, he stopped me and he was like, you know, Tom, uh, first of all, he's like, no one's perfect, blah, blah, blah. I was like, yeah, 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 okay, I get that. But I'm not perfect. But, uh, but me, I'm special because I'm too terrible and like can't be fixed. I can't be fixed. Right? We always Excellent. do that. yes. And he goes, don't you know that um, like, you struggle with these, you have these things so that God can make himself known to you. Like if you didn't have these sins, what could God do with you? You would already be perfect. Right. He's like, God's power will be made known to you in the transformation. And I was like, Oh, Oh, he's like, and also like, do you want different sins? No. So just deal with these ones (laughs) and like, and like, let God work. I don't know. I get real frustrated. I know. It's like, mix it up a little bit. Right. Yeah. I'm just like, man, this is the 10 million time. I know. But so, but when he said that, um, it made sense to me. I was like, oh, like, yeah, sin is not good. And God doesn't want me to have sin, but like, it's an opportunity for God to show me who he is. Right. And so when, when Paul says like powers made perfect in weakness, that's what I think of. Um, I think of, I think of the wounds in our lives and where God enters and how much strength and courage it takes to let him do that. Because it's easy to go to God when we're feeling perfect, when uh-huh. we're all dressed up on Sunday. Right. Oh, I hit the mic. It's hard uh, when you're home alone in the depression right. of whatever. So In the uh, thick of it. Right. When you, Metaphorically, well, uh, home right, alone or actually Right, when you alone. actually sometimes feel abandoned. Yes. Like you're not around. Yes. Like where are you? And that's where Jesus wants to be with us. Oh, man. I'm like, going to... That's but that's yes. where he wants to be with us. Yes. So so here's here's something. Right. One time I okay. So there was the a cross. Right, Sorry. The, the so there was this cross in my life, and it was the worst cross, like hands down, ever, 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 ever. And I, I was barely, barely hanging on, and I did not know what else to do. So I drove to adoration at an area church. 
Um, and I went in there and I, I looked at him and I just was like, I can't, like, I can't, yeah. I can't. And he says to me s- straight up, like loud and clear, mm-hmm. um, he says to me, Alisa, get out of the boat. And so, and, and so I was like, and so I knew what he was saying is that I was in the boat like the disciples. And I basically what he says is you're being, you're being tossed around anyway. You're already being tossed around. Get out of the boat hmm. and come towards me hmm. like Peter. Mm-hmm. And that, and so that's like what you were saying. Like he was, he was in it. Yeah. He was like, here I am. Like, come. Yeah. I'm trying. It's, I, I don't remember where I saw this. I think it was some sort of video on Twitter, but there was this priest who was like, uh, Jesus doesn't want to be with you when it's perfect. I mean, he does. Of course. But like at all times, he prefers to be with us when we are in the midst of our own darkness. Right. When we most need him. Because that's where he, that's where he was on the cross. Yeah. Like that's, that's where God showed ultimately that power was made perfect in right. weakness. Like, because that's the redemption of the world right there. And the ultimate love. The literal thorn in the side, the, the spear in the side. Like, that's the, the catechism says, this is my favorite paragraph in the catechism, that the blood and water that flowed from Jesus' side on the cross baptized the church into the world. Like, that blood and water is the oh. Eucharist and baptism that inaugurated the world. Right. Like it just put this grace into the world. It made it possible for us to be saved. So, okay. So that, oh my gosh, that makes me think of this. I was listening to a a podcast yesterday. I don't know if you know Sister Mary and James. Yeah. Anyway, she, she has a podcast and she, they put a talk on there. And so what they were talking about is the fact that we live on the other side of victory. Yeah. So we're not trying to win anything. It was won for us, right? right? right. So there is this sense of like relief and like um, trust mm-hmm. because he already did all that needed to be done. He did it. it we know finished. our story. Right. right. So you, we have to walk with the sense of victory, like even in those really hard yeah it doesn't mean we don't it doesn't mean we have to like we still have to avoid sin and live good lives right but like christ has won the victory for us right we know how the story yeah and so okay so like we talk about these wounds and like oh the crucifixion and the cross but it really it all boils down to i mean in my mind it's it's suffering and like the idea of suffering which is a hard and difficult thing to talk about and i'm not the best at talking about it because i'm still you know learning about it um but it's in in the wounds, in the thorn in our side. It's through suffering that we really come to know and come into touch with who Christ is. How do you reconcile that, though? How do you reconcile that with people who go through grave suffering? You know, I feel like a little. I feel a little condescending. I know when I say it's you know because I know the it's... suffering in my life, although brutal brutal i just personally know people whose suffering is just and it's just really hard to be like you know god's power is gonna be made perfect in this i know i know and i don't where what's i don't have the right words for it okay all i can say because this is what i think um is that even though i haven't had those experiences that other people have i know that the god that we believe in um has will transform it right because he transformed the biggest evil of all and so we have to have hope that 
he'll transform all suffering, all pain, all evil, even though it hurts right now and it doesn't seem like he will. Right. And it doesn't make sense. It really doesn't That's make part sense. of the thing is that, that that's part of the thing with faith too. Like some things you just are, you're just not going to know, Elisa. Exactly. You want to know and you want outcome and you want, I think one of the things, um, some, I have some close friends that we all, one of the things <laughs> that runs, the theme that runs through this smaller group of friends is justice. Like we oh, are yeah. just so like, but that's not just right. And so we have this huge sense. And I think that's part of it is like, this is the suffering that this person has endured is not just, and you are a just God. So it's super hard to reconcile yeah, all of that right. and, and want, want only good for people. And, and the not fullness of justice isn't going to happen until he comes again. Right. Right. Like it's, Yeah. It's it's hard to live in the middle, which is where we are right now. The victory's been won. Right. But the effects of sin are still everywhere. So it's just it's it's hard. But I think I think that these these words on like weakness um and power, I think they should be inspiring for us because it means not all is lost. Oh, for sure. And it means that God's not done with us and that he wants to be with us um in the pain. Right. And that and again, like that last line when I am weak, I am strong. So like that paradox that you're talking about is just like in this, in this really, really hard, you come in, you swoop in yeah. or you silently, quietly come in and I am made yeah. strong. It's like, he is still a crutch. Like the people of the world say like, he religion as a crutch. And it's like, yeah, because <laughs> I'm, I'm broken and I need, right. I need God for salvation. Like right. he still is a crutch because he makes us power. He gives us his power in our weakness. Right. That's interesting. So they're not totally wrong. They're just a little bit wrong. Well, it's just, <laughs> well, it's just mean. Like it's they're saying just, it out of, stop being mean. like you're being mean. <laughs> you're just trying to dis, I, you're just trying to discount like. I don't think that's a, a good argument. Though. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you're being mean to me. Yeah. Guys, that's real mean. That's mm-hmm. not fair. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, you're right. We do use it. He's asking us. He's asking us to call on his yeah, power. Right. So why not? That's what we're supposed to do. Right. Anyway, well, are we good? I think so. Yeah, that was a that was moderate attempt at picking yeah. that passage apart. Yeah, but it's, oh man, we could go on forever. Hope it made you think of some stuff. Uh, if it did, leave a comment. Oh yeah, that would be great. Hey, we love to read y'all's comments. Yeah, check us out on the Facebooks on the yeah. St. Louis Facebook and yeah. uh, comment and let us know how much you liked it or didn't. Right, or if you yeah, if you have thoughts, we'd love to hear your thoughts. And if you want to hear a special topic, let us know. Oh, We're yeah. always happy to. Happy to do what the people want. For sure. We're going back to that vocations situation. To my vocation situation? Oh, boy. (laughs) Sounds good. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Uh, We love you. We're praying for you. Please pray for us. Like, subscribe, share with your friends. Uh, Yeah. uh, 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 We'll hear. We'll talk to you guys soon or we'll whatever. Um, Next week, dude. Yeah. Okay. Um, Go be church. (laughs) What is is it that Will? I feel like Will, his way to go say go be church was so. Listen. Will, we love Will. Yeah. He's he's moved on. Okay. So you do whatever you need I, okay. to do. Okay. Yeah. Um, go be church. <laughs> <laughs> Wanna? See ya. See ya. <laughs>